I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Fully loaded. Follow the money here on a Friday. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And this show is brought to you by DraftKings. We'll talk Patriots with Andy Gresh, W-E-E-I, in Boston, coming up in about 45 minutes. A huge UFC card tomorrow. Lou Finacaro on the program. And, of course, as always on Friday, Adam Chernoff joins us at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific time to break down the NFL betting card. That was something else last night, huh? Now, all of a sudden, these Thursday night games are getting wonky. And that was uh, <laughs> that's a five-touchdown game at halftime. The Raiders covered every imaginable alternate point spread. The game went, ever, went over every single possible alternate total. You had uh, so many players scoring touchdowns individually for the Raiders that I lost count. Some of these players were like between 16 and 25 to 1 anytime touchdown. You have Austin Eckler down by, what, 56 points, pointing first down late in the game? It's 56 7. He's pointing first down. <laughs> Move the change. Are you serious? Or, I'm sorry, it was 63 to 7. And he's pointing for the yeah. first down. Uh-huh. And I will tell you that before this week started, Brandon Staley was minus 150 to be the first coach fired. I don't see an updated number today. What should he be? Oh, God. If there was ever a time where it's like a Lane Kiffin job on the tarmac, if there's ever an occasion where you're not on the flight home, it was last night. Four days ago, the the Raiders lost 3-0. You give up 63 points. You don't cross midfield until the third quarter. It's 42-0 at halftime to a team that is near the bottom in every statistical category and just got shut out. And it's 42 rip at halftime. Three points off the record. Remember, New England did it in the snow against Tennessee. 
at home, 45-0. Two defensive touchdowns for the first time since 2006. It's, as Michael Lombardi said, the team told you what they think of him. Oh, 100%. The team spoke last night. Yes, they did. That's a great tweet. Mm -hmm. Michael's nailed it. If it was Pop Warner, they would have called the game. It's an abomination. Yeah, I'm just, I, I, you know, did a, I did a mini rant yesterday, but I, I, he just bothers me. Everything about him, and just you know, he's always doing this. Get the get the the sheet in front of his face, and always looking down at stuff and shuffling papers. You have no idea what you're doing, and he is so bad. And, and you know, Spanos can't be cheap anymore. And again, if there's ever a time to just say, that, yeah, this is enough. I mean, that is just the world's watching. The game's over in the second quarter. You take it on a team that cannot score, and it's 42 nothing at halftime. So Staley at halftime, I can't believe that he actually went on <laughs> Amazon Prime, decided to talk, and he said, that wasn't us, we didn't come ready to play. His quote, words out of his mouth, and that's what he had to say at halftime. We didn't come ready to play. And then he was asked if uh, he should actually still be the, the Chargers coach. Quote, yes, I know what I've done here for three years. What exactly is that, oh Brandon? You're a, you're a defensive coordinator who happened to know Sean McVay. That's why you got the job. Defensive rankings for Staley in his three years. 28th in his first year, 27th last year, 29th before last night's game. You know what you've done? Explain. Please, the floor is yours. Elaborate. Tell us what you've done. You've been nothing short of an unmitigated disaster, and you're wasting a ton of talent every single Sunday with this team. Boy, that is the definition of delusional. Absolutely it is. I mean, that's a comment where you have a Super Bowl or you go to conference championship games Think about the, or division titles. I, mean, I, I love what you said yesterday. Oh. In a meaningless final regular season game, you are playing starters after Mike Williams got hurt. And then you blew a four-touchdown second-half lead to Jacksonville in the playoffs. What have you done? What? Herbert's gotten worse under you. Go back and look at his explanation in the postgame of that, too. After it happened. After Mike Williams got hurt? Uh, well, we don't know what to do. In that. You don't know what to do. It is a meaningless game. And a and guy already went down. I mean, and, and you kept uh, Herbert and Allen in the game. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, uh, you know, it's over. You know, is it Belichick? What does Spanos do? I mean, who knows? You're right. Who knows what the price is now? Next coach to be fired, he was minus 150. And this abomination happens. 60. I mean, the Raiders, we almost had another 70-point game. No, oh, they could have. Think about that. They could have if they wanted to. Yes, that they was took it easy on them. O'Connell had four passing touchdowns. Receivers were wide open every time he dropped back to pass. They, yeah, Lombardi's tweet is so perfect. They quit for basically three hours last night. Immediately, when they were down 14 nothing, you're like, okay, this game is already over with. Let's see what the Chargers have. Oh, it's getting worse. Some of the, some of the attempts at tackling when the Raiders were going on these scoring drives mm -hmm. as the first half you know, uh, was progressing. It was so embarrassing to watch the effort on some of those players. They don't want to play for this guy. He should, honestly, may, maybe he'll be a defensive coordinator. I'm guessing he will at some point down the road. This is, uh, you know, I'm all for second chances. Not with a guy like this. And he comes in immediately when he takes over the job. We got a plan. We're going to be aggressive. I trust the analytics. Mm -hmm. We're going to go for it. I'm going to be aggressive on fourth down and two at our own 30-yard line. Blah, 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 blah. Doesn't go his way. Then he listens to the media because it didn't go his way, and he changed his tune about it. And then you don't, he's so inconsistent with when he's going to go for it on fourth down. Like, your plan's already out the window after one year? That's kind of a crappy plan then, man. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. It's, you, you can't be a coordinator again. It's that bad. You, you, your defense is this bad, and this is your area of expertise that we talked about, but also just how, how he's out to lunch. 
And he's delusional. Remember his, his exchange with a reporter a couple weeks ago where he got testy. And he's adamant. No, no, I, this is what I'm doing. I, I, I'm tired of you asking. I'm calling the place. I'm calling the defense. This is what we do. And you're at the bottom of every category. Mm-hmm. You're horrific defensively. Maybe it's time for a change and this isn't working. Hey, he's just, he, he's out to lunch. Yep. I don't know what else to say. I and in up- the comments, yes, last night, I know what I've done here. Yeah, this is which how- you're going to go 5-12, and 12, man. Yeah, right. They're going to finish in last place. Remember some of those uh, division exactas that we recommended? That shot, because I tied in and I recommended, and I bet this, first through fourth in that division, I recommended betting at both some nice plus prices. Chiefs first, Chargers second, Broncos third, then Raiders. And I said flip it and do Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, meaning you're going to just key in the Chiefs finishing first and the Raiders finishing last. This team's going to finish below the Raiders now after what they did. And I brought up some names you know, from the recent past that have been total just disaster areas as a head coach. I didn't even bring up Nathaniel Hackett last year with Denver. But remember how bad he was. All-time bad. Urban Meyer was maybe worse. The Freddie Kitchens experiment with Cleveland. That's how bad Brandon Staley is. Like, he's in the same conversation of that rock-bottom range of worst coaches we've seen in the last 30 years. He's right there with them. It's that bad. How do you... This is like textbook, how to screw up. They have talent. Or are we all wrong on that? How can we be all wrong on like their power rating, good talent overall? It's got to be him. It has to be. They screw it up every week and every single year. There's a lot of money that they spend on defense and big-name players. I know they can't stop anything. And then I know there's a backup quarterback in there, but you can't cross midfield until third quarter. Just sick beats on these props, too. Eckler stays under by half. Half a yard? Uh, They're throwing the ball for three straight quarters? You're down 40 points? Yeah, and he's, your, he's supposed to be your main target out of the backfield? Johnson's another one. He was 25 and a half here. Now, I saw as high as 33 and a half, but he was 25 and a half here. He has two catches for 23 yards. Yep. How's this even possible? Yep. You're down 35 nothing at huh. halftime. Austin Eckler has been a receiving running back dynamo for two to three years. So you're throwing basically on every single pass. Well, first of all, the usage for Eckler is just stupid. They never play the guy. But then it's also a five-touchdown game. His prop, boy, Vegas knows, huh? Vegas knows. Uh, his receiving prop was four and a half. He had four. His yards prop, yeah. 29 and a half or 30 and a half. He had 29. And then that's when he caught that one, like, 12-yard pass late in the game to put him on 29. And he gets up and he's like, yeah, first down, huh? Yeah. Let's go, boys. Can you imagine if they don't do anything this week? Who in their right mind is going to buy tickets to see a home game? Well, nobody. Okay, and then what, what happens? Who are you going to go with next? Is it, it's got to be an offensive-type guru, an offensive guy. Has to be. Ben Johnson. or would you, I mean, I know it's, it hasn't gone right this year, but I would take Belichick, obviously. If Belichick wants that job because he can come in, it's a great situation, weather, and, and finally the, the fan base would have something to be excited about and there would be some hype and, yeah. and, some, and some talk about it because there's, there's just no charger juice there at all. No one cared. No, nobody does. I mean, I love, I love the thing where they did. The, when the move was announced, there were charger players at the Laker game and they put them on the jumbotron and they booed them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll tell you. But this is – he's got to do something drastic and he's got to hit a home run and swing for the fences and spend some money yes. and get a big-name coach. Yes, yes. Enough already. It's been 20-plus years with this organization. I don't, I don't have a problem if it's Lincoln Riley either. No, neither do I. Give it a shot. What do you have to lose at this point? Offensively, he'll get it fixed. You know that. Yeah. Um, so what about the point spread movement yesterday? Three and a half when we were on the air. The news comes out eventually before the game that Devontae Adams is going to play. Right? We already knew that Keenan Allen wasn't going to be a go. And that came back and it was three at most spots. Close three at a lot of spots. And on the yep. juice, depends on where you look. Uh, 115 some spots. 
flat 110, other spots. Yeah. But the, that, I'm more concerned about the total. The total's 34, and it's, it flies over again just like the Thursday night game? I mean, this goes over in the second quarter again? Look at this. With the, one the, team, by the way. How about this? Good tweet. They scored 63 points and punted six times. Yeah, yeah. This should have been higher. The Raiders to win by more than 29 points was only 20 to 1. I mean, they're a three-point favorite. They can't score. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't even look at that. That, was, that should be like 100. Yeah, if that's popping like at 100, then you take a consideration yeah, on that. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. At a, at a better oh, number than like 20. Mama. They are 6-8, uh, and eight, uh, that team, by the way. And we just we ran it all down for you yesterday. How many? T- what were they to the team total under? 11, 10 and 2, 11 and 2? 11 and 2. 11 I think. and 2. I'm, yeah, 11 and 2. 11 and 2 to their team total under this year. Fired their head coach and you put up and you allowed 63 points. Yeah. You figure it out. This, a, this sport has been nuts. I mean, look at Survivor the last two weeks. Look at this sport the last two weeks. Actually, Up is to, down, left is right, day yeah. is night, good is bad, nothing makes sense. I wanted to ask you that. Do you, what would you make a number on anybody here at Circa having the Raiders last night? Uh, if I made it a I, half, I can't imagine. If I if I had I an under under minus five dollars, is that strong enough? I've, well, who knows? We've seen people use an underdog before. That's the thing. That's, like you never know. It's it doesn't make. I can't imagine someone would have used them after what happened Sunday. You're feeling pretty good at halftime. That, that tr- <laughs> yes, you were. Feeling good up to the first quarter. Fumble, fumble, fumble. Poor Al Michaels cannot catch a break. No kidding. Uh, (laughs) Win some, lose some is next. So again, Paulie will tell you about some of the huge touchdown props that came in from random players in the game next year on Beeson. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
All right, win some, lose some. First touchdown of the game, Zamir White plus 650. Defensive or special teams touchdown plus 260. How about two of them? Again, the first time that the Raiders had two defensive touchdowns since 2006. Meyer, good call, Paul Charchi. Yep. Meyer's anytime touchdown plus 350. You mentioned it earlier about some Bolden, 14 to 1. Erickson, Pete in Iowa, who listens every day, had this. Erickson, anytime touchdown, 16 to 1. I guess uh, Dustin, former producer here on the show, had Bolden last night. And then our new producer, Luke, found 25 to 1 on Bolden. Wow. At another spot. Can you believe the differences here? It's staggering. With with first touchdown, anytime touchdown, and just some of the player props they're not. As I just said earlier, yeah. I saw as low as 25 on Johnson, as high as 33 and a half. Yeah, you have to have so many I outs mean, here because they're always different with these numbers. Yeah. Raiders to win both halves plus 265. Raiders to win by more than 29 points, 20 to 1. Raiders to score first and win plus 175. Raiders plus four to minus three with plus four the look ahead line and how bad they look Sunday. Kings thunder over 241 up to 245, 128, 123. Marquette, St. Thomas, the Tommies over 138 and a half up to 142 and a half. They scored 84 points in the win. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos. Everyone likes to work out feel good here's the owner working out and the dog coming in wanting to get in there as well he's coming in behind them trying to help out sneak in get a little he's doing sit-ups jumping in i like it when the guy was doing the bench press and the dog was was jumping up on his chest too trying to help out so uh the dog the dog's coming in there trying to help out with the owner every dog i've ever owned does the same exact thing when you're working out if i work out in front of them and they're around me every single time yeah when i got jordan as a puppy I would do the cardio uh, in the house, and he would bark and, and go crazy yeah, when yeah. I'm doing I'm going on the treadmill. Yeah. That was awesome. This is great. This is next level thinking here. Could be a cry for help. Making margaritas on the golf course. Looks like he's getting ready to cut the lawn or trim the hedges. Rips it up. Let it rip. There you go. <laughs> That's quite the extravagant oh, setup here. I know. He pulled it right. Just a start. Here we go. Yeah. Rips it, let it go, and then we start the margaritas right on the course. That's hardcore. Who wants a, who wants a beverage? Look, right? they, they, but here's the thing. They have a plan. They execute it. They know what they're doing. I, I respect these guys. Do you remember Doug West? Played for the Minnesota yes, Timberwolves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a drinking problem. But um, he, he, would drink, he would drink a Heineken per hole. I mean, imagine I have, eight, uh, 17, 18 I, Heinekens. And, I know plenty of people. Wow. In that, in that boat. Okay. <laughs> okay. Remember in church, you go around with the gift basket, you come in, cough up a buck, put some money in there, right? I was asking Luke, this is also winsome, Alabama hired the former linebacker coach at Michigan, and the guy's starting right away. Like, if you asked the Alabama boosters, what would you pay for a national title this year, and you went around with a gift basket? I mean, who's to say they're just not like, all right, we'll give you 750000 get to work right away, tell us everything you know about Michigan, and let's get to work. Sure. I mean, this is... They would empty their... Uh, sure they Whatever. Would. Their yeah. purse, wallet. Come yeah. on, here you go. Oh, I, Whatever they, I have on my team. It's incredible. Incredible. Lose some. Bulls heat under. 218 down to 213. No good. Nice win by the Bulls. Kobe White did it again. I know he did. Strong. Jazz Blazers under 230 down to 225. That uh, no shot as well. These next two, 
I got, we live in a society. I, I just can't understand human behavior. Some people are alive because it's illegal to kill them. Look at this guy at a gym. Number one, he shows up in sandals. You can't do that. They'll kick you out, number one. It's a liability, even though it'd be on you. you. You drop a weight on your foot. The damage you could do. And the guy's doing the leg press barefoot. Shows up in sandals, takes the sandals off, and he's exercising and working out. Get yeah. him out of there. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. When this guy's done, I want to follow his lead and then go, go get all of his uh, oh. toe fungus on that uh, machine that he's on. Yeah. Sure. Thanks, right. thanks Chief. Right. And Idaho... Oh, this is unreal. Look at this video. You got to subscribe to watch this. I can't. Idaho got their first in and out burger. Eight hour wait at the drive through. I, I can't even describe I'm, to the radio audience like how many cars we're looking at here. It's backed up with a minimum of two lanes that expands to like six lanes the way that they had to set up for it's a drone footage here that we're looking at. So it takes you way back. You can't even see the end of the cars. Think about bad traffic in L.A. That the, the footage that, that is taken off before on like Twitter and uh, Instagram before. That's what it looked like. I respect the people from Idaho because they really wanted it, obviously. Come on. I don't care what it tastes like, though. There's no way I'm going to ever wait in a line like that. Eight hours for a burger? No chance. What are you doing? It's like when the ex, when her sister on, on uh, because the the buffets used to be crazy out here during Christmas. Nobody wanted to cook. And she went to a buffet and and they waited in line for two and a half hours at the buffet. She had a hot dog while she was waiting in line. What what are you doing? Reevaluate and reassess everything. And look at the bear. Now imagine you're skiing. You're on the slopes, right? Going down the hill. Oh, watch out! Here comes the big fella. Oh, he is sco- He is moving. How fast is he going? Oh, okay. that's got to be... Can you imagine if you're skiing and you're hauling ass and all of a sudden you look and this guy's coming at you, the reverend that took down DiCaprio, coming right at you? And he's go, look at this guy. Okay, here she comes. And then, oh, look out. Well, first off, like, how fast is that skier going? Right, and how fast, and and the bear, like, right there with her. The bear has time to scoot in between them, how fast he's hauling. Oh. You caught that right at the perfect time. Good chance to take out one or both of them. Doesn't take out either. The person, right, the person coming right behind, and then in front, Juice Reel, a free betting intelligence app and a tool that every better needs. Juice Reel. I can't look at that. I can't get over that video. Links your, eight hours for a hamburger. I don't. Ah, man. I mean, if you're hungry, I don't know. You have to eat two times while you're in your car waiting yeah. to get the burger. There is nothing, nothing I would wait eight hours for. If they're giving away $100 bills, I'm not going to wait eight yeah. hours. Links your betting accounts into one app, in-depth analytics on your betting history. You have access to the betting history of billions of bets placed by all Juice Reel users. In-depth betting analytics with billions of data points enables you to tail the winners and fade the losers. They've also developed an AI bot using the uh, all the bets from Robo Jackson who's hitting 60% through more than 100 games. Download Juice Reel, R-E-E-L. Download the free app, Apple App Store, Google Play Store. It's free, Juice Reel, R-E-E-L. More numbers here from last night's craziness. Thursday night football, Chargers lost out here to the Raiders, 63-21. to Raiders were laying three in the game. Total was 34.5. They had it by halftime. They had 42 at halftime. So it's the second most points in NFL history by a team that was shut out in the previous game. That happens... The 1990, I'm sorry, the 1934 Philadelphia Eagles scored 64 on the Cincinnati Reds after getting shut out. And 63 points, uh-huh. most in franchise history. 
hadn't scored more than 30 in a game this year, and again, led 40 at halftime, had every number that was out there covered at that point. Their team total, obviously, every single imaginable uh, out with that halftime. So now what do you want? Here's the thing. What do you want to do with the Chargers moving forward? Oh, fade material. Was that it? Get it out of our system? or? Well, I don't want to have pride, but that's... If, if he's still the coach, why they're going to continue to lay down. Yeah, message was sent loud and clear last night. They've lost five of six. The win was 6 nothing at New England. Think about that. Another one, too. Kellen Moore. I mean, come on. I know you've had injuries, but enough already. Uh-huh. I think the Herbert... Stop with the Herbert abuse, too. Oh, he's a 500 quarterback. So look what he's... Look at... He went Anthony Lynn into Brandon Staley. Oh, boy. What's wrong with you guys? What a bad one-two combo that is. We, we can't say it enough on this show. They have wasted his career. <laughs> and I, Spanos better not screw this up. But I would not bet on that. Why would, are people... Are, are they... Are they in this position because they're so cheap? How come it turns out all these these people with a lot of money are cheap? Like how how do you not go out and just say whatever it takes? I got to do. I mean that's why I respect some of these owners. It's like okay, whatever it takes. I'll go. You know you can you can do the th- same thing with Jerry Jones. That's an ego thing yeah, though, not you, money. But you want to know why this is acceptable? Because they were in San Diego, laid back as it gets. They moved to L.A. where they had no fan Great base. Great point. North Turner should if, have been fired ten sure. times. If this team was in the Northeast, oh, they would call. not. Fan, if, put it this way, if this organization was the Patriots or the Jets or the, any, none of this would be acceptable. None of it would be. Now I know the Jets and Giants have been bad for a long time, but I mean they're trying to fix it here. The Spanos family appears to be like I can't imagine. Well, it's also what happens when know. you just when you hand it down when it goes down to the kids and you know eventually you're going to hit some guys who are just a buffoons. Yep. And no idea when you just go down the list and it's okay, well my son's take it's Tommy boy. How long would this be Fly Eagles fly in Philadelphia? A month? <laughs> oh, can you imagine they, Howard Eskin? No chance they would Imagine put up with a this. team looks like this with Howard Eskin? Yep. Uh, by the way, another thing we kicked around yesterday. Chargers hosting Bills next week. It was Buffalo nine and a half before yesterday. Oh, I forgot that's the game. Yep. And Buff- oh, Buffalo again, oh, what was what was man. the line like two weeks ago before Herbert got hurt? Buffalo <laughs> minus two and a half, minus three? You couldn't stop O'Connell and the Raiders. Now it's going to be. Some weekly props at DraftKings up next. We have some uh, good candidates for the most rushing or receiving yards this week. We'll tell you who they are next here on VEASAN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, and who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, dog videos. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. $9.99. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get up there. Massive UFC card coming up this weekend. It is number 296. And uh, Lou Finacaro joins the program to give out uh, some hopeful uh, winners here. It's good to talk to you again, pal. How you been? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Huge card. And and as importantly, late December, in January, we start to capture a lot more eyeballs. Yep. So the co-main event, Leon Edwards, is about minus 162 this morning uh, at DraftKings, taking on Colby Covington. You had a great write-up at vcin.com. Covington is plus 136. And the round prop here is uh, four and a half. Go ahead, buddy. The floor is yours. You are generally a dog better, so make your case here for the dog in this fight. I am generally a dog better. When this fight opened, 
nine or 10 months ago, it was a pick at minus 110. I jumped at that point in time on Colby Covington, thinking that that price was not only good then, but that it would go away. Uh, it did go away, but it's gone the opposite way. And I want to disclose that because if I liked Colby at minus 110 at plus 130 or plus 135, I surely like him a little bit more. Now, in this fight, his hands are full. The champion Leon is taller, he's bigger, he's longer, he's younger, and he comes with much more refined striking game. It's the key to this game is that Edwards must survive in space, and Covington survives by disallowing Edwards space. That doesn't allow Edwards reach and strikes to hit Covington. And Covington can then begin to wear him out. There's no question in Covington's mind that he must make this fight into round four and five for him to win. Those looking at Covington are going to be watching him lose the first three rounds in this fight. It's going to be championship rounds for Covington. But I do like him in this fight. I like him because of his wrestling and his unrelenting pressure, I think. In those championship rounds, Leon will get tired of trying to keep him off of him. Uh, what's uh, okay? What's the prop then that you like? So, because I see this fight as very, very tight, and we're looking, Paul, at an over/under uh -huh. of four and a half, shaded to the over, to, uh, to the over. Uh, you can go uh, Covington via split or majority decision. This is available. DraftKings is plus nine hundred. Why wouldn't you have a little taste on that, Covington? Just via the, the decision is a is a very nice plus price also i'll be on all three of those the covington bet a full unit and smaller wagers on okay. those props beautiful about roy vall against pantosia and then again you like the dog here tell us about brandon yeah th this fight's going to be uh, as competitive as the main event to be quite honest with you these guys fought about two and a half years ago and pantosia uh submitted roy vall uh, Pantoja just got the championship. He is deserving. He's he is really a, a goat in that division, especially after beating Moreno. But he beat Moreno in his last fight in a grueling five round split decision, and he fought his best fight of his career. Now, after the exaltation of being champion, he turns around to fight a guy that he fought two and a half years ago, and Roy Val two and a half years ago was an inexperienced, gangly, up-and-coming UFC mixed martial artist, and he's not that any longer. Meanwhile, Pantoja, proud, has evolved, but he hasn't changed. Royval has changed. And for that reason, I think it's going to be Royval bringing his best on Saturday night, coupled with the fact that I just don't believe at 33 and a half, 34 years old, after that last fight, Pantoja can bring another effort like he brought last time. And for that reason, I'll lean to Pantoja on this fight. I'm, I'm going to use him now. All these releases are pending weigh-ins that are in a couple hours, but these guys are professionals and they're underweight fighters, meaning uh, these two guys here weigh 125 pounds. They, they, I'm not really worried about weight with these cats. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Haven't we had the discussion numerous times with you that Garbrandt's cooked? And, and it's over for Kelleher is plus 170 against Cody Garbrandt. That's correct. And that's a good lead in, Paul, because uh, Garbrandt uh, clearly is the is the bigger, more structured kid. He's well more athletic. He's 33, though, in fight years. 
he's he's older. He's now taking a wrestling heavy approach. He's over, had to overcome physical injuries, mental issues, meaning he's had to move from one city to another. He had a divorce, all that kind of stuff that uh. real real life that can get in kids' way. He's cleaned a lot of that up. But yes, in his last six fights, he's lost five of those five, four of them were KOs. Kelleher, on the other hand, 37, and didn't think he was going to get another UFC opportunity. So this is his last hurrah. When I find a dog that I know is going to bring his absolute best effort, I want to take a look. And then I see Garbrandt that is susceptible. Boy, you sneeze on him and he goes. Uh, <laughs> Garbrandt, again, will will make this an ugly fight. Kelleher has to find a way to get this to the second round. If he does... From the second round, the longer the fight goes, the dog and Kelleher comes out, and I think we see the underdog get liver and liver. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Lou Finacaro. You can follow him on X. He's at Gamlu and read all of his write ups for every card at vsin.com. Another one here on the prelims. I've been a huge fan of Bryce Mitchell now for a handful of years. So what, what, what would be your advice here this morning for people? You don't want to you know, give out a minus 225 favorite after 80 cents of steam came on him, he was mm. minus 145. So rather than chasing that, how would you like to approach this fight with Mitchell Lane, that big number now against Josh Emmett? Not only that, Mitch, but he comes in on eight to nine days of short notice because Emmett was supposed to fight this long, gangly striker. Now Emmett gets this Colby Covington lookalike only at 145 pounds, where it's just a wet sheet clasps onto you, takes you down. And Mitchell's coming in off a loss. He's chomping at the bit to make his bounce. And he got beat by, he was sick that night, got beat by a, a very uh, world-class fighter. Uh, so I do like Mitchell, even at the escalated price. But I rarely will bet a favorite where I have to bet more than the one unit. I'll use them in parlays some way or another. That's how I'll choose to use Mitchell in this fight card. Mitchell currently at 225, or at least when I checked prior to coming on. He's minus 225. There's a Female fighter lower on the card, Casey O'Neill. She's fighting um, Ariana Lipsky, a Brazilian. And I I paired Mitchell with uh, O'Neill. And that parlay together uh, brings you a plus money price. But both of those favorites are under the uh, O'Neill's under 200, uh, Bryce just mm -hmm. above 200. I like that positive return. And I really feel both of those favorites are in very favorable positions. All right, another one here. Your, th your third dog in that plus 150 range, Cody Tyler Durden, uh, plus 150. Why do you like him? This is an early fight, and this might be the, the dog that I like the best on the card. Uh, Ulan Bekov, his opponent, long, tall, green bean guy, a very uh, scrappy wrestler, decent hands, uh, but he's a little bit of a front runner, and he can tire. Durden lost his first couple fights in the UFC. Now he's come back to win like three of four, and he's a scrappy little wrestler that, that has, again, like Kelleher, he's a dog. And so this fight will be really, really close as well. But I do like Durden because of his cardio and because of his wrestling. When this fight hits the third round, I fully expect it to. This also could be a situation like the main event that's going to be a really close decision with the total shaded way over the two and a half. And so at plus 900, Kelleher be a split or majority decision would be a small little taste as well. Just Kelleher via decision plus 550 uh, would be, excuse me, Durden uh, plus 550 mm -hmm. 
for the decision and Durden uh, plus 900 for the majority or split decision. Pardon me for getting my dogs confused there. No problem. Uh, 90 seconds left. Are there any other props you like? Uh, yeah, there are a couple of bombs. Uh, Stephen Thompson fighting this monster Rachmanov. Uh, it's a three-round fight, and Thompson's not done yet. Uh, it's hard to take him as a dog, but if he does win, his path to victory is going to be because he was able to outmaneuver and use his footwork on this kid and touch him up in a decision. Stephen Thompson via decision plus 800. Uh, I'd be willing to take a little taste of that. And then uh, finally, I know you guys may, may not like to hear this, but uh, I do have Tony Ferguson oh. inside, inside the distance plus 425. Wow. That, that could be a little sprinkle for me. Um, I, I, I I, I regard that fight as a little bit gimmicky, and so okay. please take that one with a grain of salt. Okay, fair enough. Again, follow him on X. He's at Gamloon. You can read all of his write-ups for the UFC cards and MMA cards at vsin.com. Great talking to you, pal. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks for having me on. Good luck, everybody. He likes Ferguson. Also, wow. but a great breakdown on how to approach some of these fights. Yes. Possibly the Wonder right. Boy by decision at 8-1 to one there. All right, up next... Late games on Sunday, National Football League. One particular matchup is so good that it scares me. I'll tell you what it is next here on VSIN. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
in the NBA, the game can change in an instant no matter how the action unfolds. DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. New customers get 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting $5 on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW. Awesome trends every week. Or excuse me, awesome props every week in the NFL. Crown is yours at DraftKings. Go get it. Here's a prediction uh, for the next two weeks with the Dallas Cowboys. They are a two-point dog at most spots on the road against Buffalo. Total is now under 51. It's 50 and a half in that game. Actually, tick up from 49. I haven't really heard too many people make the case this week for the Cowboys, and it's been the exact opposite, where it's been nothing but uh, Bills chatter. Right, right. So there's going to everybody likes the Bills this week. I think regardless of outcome, unless the Cowboys get blown out, everybody is going to make the case for the Cowboys next week against Miami. And that's why, uh-huh. I don't know, now might be a good time to do the look-ahead number and bet Dallas next week against Miami. They were uh, plus one and a half on the look-ahead, especially if they win in Buffalo. Forget about it. They're not going to be dogs in Miami. They might not be anyway. But that's why. That's how I think it's going to go. You wait until next week. Every single person is going to say, I like the Cowboys against the Dolphins. This game is so... As far as this game, I mean... You're right. This game is so big. Wow, what a... The Baltimore, definitely Miami, Kansas City. I mean, these teams in the AFC are freaked out. You do not want to see the Bills in the playoffs. You don't. And if they win this game, not only can they run the table, get in, but they can... The division's right there for them with that horrific Miami loss Monday. Now, with the Dallas angle, they finally beat a good team. But it is Dak and Dallas on the road. Lost to Arizona, humiliated by the 49ers. They're 3-3 three and three on the road. At home, they're 7-0, and oh, and they've outscored their opponents 279-108. to 108. But on the road, it's a different story. But this, you got Buffalo season on the line. They can still get in if they lose a the game, if they're on the table. Maybe get help with your conference record, which is bad. But this, this comes down to also, can Dallas get stops? And I was I was pleasantly surprised with how how well Buffalo's defense played against Kansas City. And come back and say, well, they've been a mess for the last couple of months. Okay, that's fine. But to finally get that type of play and what they did defensively to shut down Kansas City. And it's also, you know, it comes down to this. What Josh Allen am I gonna get? Take care of the ball. Don't do stupid stuff. And shame on McDermott, because it didn't happen early on, and it was a big reason why Dorsey lost his job. Let him go into beast mode. Let him run. Let him take off. Design runs. Third and short. Get, he's a big guy, and he's great when he you know when he run, and what he does uh, with that. And you got you got to have a big game from Diggs too. Yep. But this is I mean it's just I can't I can't stress it enough. This is this is wide open in the AFC. Wide open. And if these guys win this game, they're getting in. They're probably going to make noise. Okay. Now hear me out on this. If the Cowboys do win this game, I'll flip it on you for oh, one sure. second here. Your division right there for them. That, but also, this to me will be a much more impressive win. It's not a shot against Philadelphia. But this one will have to be one to file away for the playoffs if the Cowboys win this and say, and I already firmly believe that this is the best team under Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott here uh, with Dallas the last four years. And it might not even be close because they have playmakers all over on defense. The way that McCarthy's calling the plays now, there's no more Kellen Moore. Look at this, by the way, how that's worked this year. No kidding. So, uh, and they are, as you said, taking a pipe wrench to people at home upside the noggin and uh, destroying them. This one's on the road. But I say that because the Eagles were at the end of their rope with that schedule. It went Cowboys, Chiefs on the road, Buff, um, Buffalo, where they played, like, again, 90 snaps plus in overtime. At San Francisco, where they got destroyed. At Dallas last week, where they got destroyed. 
if that game was earlier in the season, I don't think it plays out like that. So that's why this Buffalo game, to me, me it would be it's a much bigger litmus test in terms of what it'll mean for the Cowboys long-term this year. If they can go here and win and look great, then it's like, hello, they can absolutely win the NFC. Yeah. And you don't want to go to San Francisco. or You want, you know, that's, you want that to be the NFC title game. Because you get that five seed, obviously you'll beat Tampa or Atlanta, whoever it's going to be. And now, then, injury, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. Injury report time. Pay attention again to this today. DNPs yesterday. Epinesa on the D-line. Micah Hyde as well in the secondary. Dalton Kincaid was limited. For the Cowboys, there was an illness going around. Cooks and Tolbert, two wide receivers, and Gilmore, who has been really, really good this year as a cornerback. We saw that play out last week against A.J. Brown, where he was super solid yet again. So you have to pay attention to that today. And again, the Bills favored by pretty much two everywhere. Here is what I referenced in another matchup uh, that we have on Sunday that you have to love it so much, I do anyway, that it completely scares me. Stafford, last three games on average, 267 yards passing per game, 3.3 touchdowns. The Commanders on the season, they've allowed the fourth most receiving yards per game, 278, and the most touchdowns, 2.3. And again, just going back here, now they have to face Cup and Nakua and the, the wide receivers that have either had eight catches or have gone over 100 yards on the perimeter against this team this year. Diggs, Brown, DJ Moore, Drake London, A.J. Brown again, Lockett and Metcalf were awesome combined in Week 10. Slayton had 82 yards, Cook 72 and a touchdown, and two weeks ago, Tyreek Hill, 5 for 157 and two touchdowns. And remember that game, how wide open, and that's Hill does that against a lot of teams, but the secondary, they had no answers for the guy, and they were completely ill-prepared to play that game defensively. Mm-hmm. It's been a mess the entire year. And Stafford was great last week in the rain. Now perfect conditions. No Should have won the game. This, this offense is scary. That's why I didn't want any part of the Ravens in Survivor. I mean, we got Williams, Puka, yeah. Cup. I mean, Stafford's playing at a high level. McVay's done a great job. Several guys I respect told me this is going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Ah, oh, the defenses. Look at the offense. No, no, no one defensively. No playmakers. A lot of people love their win it's, total under. Yeah, no, absolutely. So this is. I mean, they're right there, and I think I bet them to make the playoffs at a good plus price. Uh, this is this is right there. I cannot believe, wasn't it? Uh, where did I put it now? Yeah, their adjusted win total is eight and a half, plus one thirty. It's Washington. They get the Saints at home on Thursday. Then they play the Giants, and you and you get San Francisco the last game. But who knows? They might need it for the one seed. But who knows yeah. how San Francisco treats it? And we know Shanahan owns McVay, but you never know. But I, th- I think they're going to make the playoffs, and also all these other teams are going to lose. You know, they play each other. Packers play the Buccaneers. The Packers play the Vikings. The Vikings play Detroit twice. Losses are coming there. We're going to get a lot of points in this game. Total's now been bumped yeah, I can up. I see that. You uh, mentioned the pick six. Sam Howell's throwing a pick six three games in a row. So well, you and, have that angle, too. And, and how often is Aaron Donald going to be living in the backfield in this game? Yeah. Causing havoc. Um, the total's up to 50.5 at some spots. Is that right with the opener? 45 and a half? Was it that low? That's what I'm seeing on the screen right now. Okay. Um, I know you like the over in this uh, Baltimore-Jacksville game on Sunday night. Yep. 42 and a half or 43 available. Well, I missed the th- yeah the 39 was uh, oh. a lot better, but I know that thing's moved. Um, so first mo- Sunday night game in 14 years. Well, we just did this on Monday night, and they embarrassed themselves, especially defensively. What has gone on here with this Jacksonville defense? So bad. Total fugazi. Two and four at home. 
They're 0-3 when they face a top-10 defense as well. How's Lawrence going to do in this game? Oh, they've gotten pounded in those games. They are. Yep. Now, I know you got the overtime, and it took a lot out of them. But the way Jacksonville comes in, limp into this game, and they, you know, they, 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 it was a lot of turnovers what they did, uh, short fields against Cleveland. But that's alarming how bad it's been what Browning did and what Flacco did. That's a nomad vagabond coming in when Browning. And then you got Flacco who just got off the couch. That's embarrassing. And I, 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 like, I like the Ravens and I like the over. Yeah. And both, the one seed now is right there for the Ravens. Now, they got to go to San Francisco on Christmas. But I think they'll beat Miami. And I think they win this game. And they should beat the Steelers week 18. The one seed's right there for Baltimore. Are you pondering Baltimore in contest place? Minus three? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Now, you don't agree? You don't, you don't no, like No, I, I like him as well. I, I mean, just, I know you got that future ticket on Jacksonville. You, you've given up on that. You, oh, they have no chance to win I know. the AFC. It's, it's, it's how things have changed. I shouldn't say I no chance, them, but, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, I just they, they don't stack up. Even, even in a wide-open AFC, they, I don't think they stack up very well against some of these other teams. And uh, one other game to get to. How about the number here now this morning on the Cardinals here at Circa? Again, San Francisco on the look-ahead slash opener as high as 14, <sighs> down to 11.5 where we're at right now. So money all well, week long here on uh, the Cardinals. Well, they're two and two since Murray came back, and they had the nice win in Pittsburgh. Beat that, beat the Falcons. I don't know what happened at home against the Rams. They were never in that game, but that's uh, I I don't see it. Their defense is so bad. Forty-eight Purdy, Purdy, total. Yeah, pretty should be able to cook. Lot of the Rams, Buccaneers, Niners, Ravens, Lions, and Miami all go over their win total with a win. The Bills and Saints go under with one more loss. And the Broncos would be the fifth team in NFL history to start 1-5 and five and make the playoffs. Oh. All that five, on the line huh? here this week. Okay. Belichick, biggest dog, home dog since 2001 against the Rams and Kurt Warner. That's another one, even though it's come down. How many points can the Cardinals score against the 49ers? Can they touch 20? No. No. No? 17? I'll give 14? you 17. That's... They get to 17, I think the game can go over as well. Yeah. The defense is terrible. Niners clicking now. Uh, Adam Chernoff on the program covered our next Dynamite on the NFL. He has a ton of games to get to that he likes in the NFL this weekend. Find out who he likes next here on VEASAN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? NFL, bowl games, it's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. We're always improving our betting splits and recently added soccer betting splits from around the world. Another way we're here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check it out. Betting splits every game. VEASAN.com slash splits. Always a double shot with Adam Chernoff on Fridays. Yeah, this Houston game is huge. You know, you're thinking, oh, they're going to make the playoffs. The schedule's so easy. They're humming. Stroud's putting up big numbers, and then the stink bomb against the Jets, and then he gets the concussion. What do you think happens with Stroud, and what do you think happens with the line if it's Davis Mills? Okay, so pro money yesterday on Houston. There's a group that played it, went from two and a half. Now we're at three, and it's kind of an expensive three, minus 120. I'm hoping, I'm not hoping from an injury regard, but hoping from a betting standpoint that uh, C.J. Stroud does not play, and we get the news today whether it's Davis Mills, Case Keenum, fine either way. But some news that then pushes this number up off of the three, I think it goes three and a half. Maybe we get fortunate it goes a little higher, at which point I'd like to play Houston. Even at three right now, I like Houston. 
but I haven't done anything. Let's wait and see what happens with the news. Because if this were to go higher, the one point of context that we have for comparison's sake was the Titans closing minus four at home to the Carolina Panthers, yeah. who were absolutely the worst team in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And so if you're telling me now that with the loss of Stroud going to Mills or Keenum, that you're now putting the Texans in a spot that is equal to the Carolina Panthers, and you're doing so for the Titans off of that Monday night win with a bevy of injuries of their own on defense. Nonetheless, I, I just I could never get to that point from a pricing standpoint. And one of the biggest things I would say that I've learned in the last 13 months working with the guys at Red Angle Sports is that in the NFL, there's often more reason to back a team like Houston in this spot who is suffering the key injuries because we're seeing a lot of these games move too far. And I think the perfect comparison was the Cleveland Browns with the Deshaun Watson to Walker to DTR and then to Flacco stuff where you got those big adjustments, like five, six points. Now we're seeing this. This is this move more than seven points from where we were uh, and expected to be on Sunday night. Like this is a crazy move in favor of Tennessee that was then inflated further by what they did Monday night. Um, uh, Texans are nothing for me. Uh, I'll bet on them either way, but I'm hoping to get a better number with the backup. How about Tommy Cutlets now going on the road short week after being the Packers against the Saints? What, a hand yeah. wave. <laughs> e easy, uh, happily fading the Giants in this spot, okay. happily fading DeVito. I'll take the Saints. Um, it, now, I will say six is the peak here. We've got some movement. Wouldn't go higher than six with the Saints, but right now this morning, I'll take New Orleans minus six. So one thing that I'll kind of, point out is the Derek Carr stuff on the sideline. There was a video of him going after McCoy. Yep. We are seeing it every single week yes. now that there's such an emphasis on spotting things within games and injury notes and like misquoting coaches. It's becoming so common. So what everybody saw on Twitter was Carr going at McCoy walking off the field and yelling at each other in a game that they were leading comfortably against Carolina. What they didn't see and nobody really wanted to tweet was 30 seconds later, the two of them were sitting on the bench together with the rest of the offensive line and everything was fine. And there was chatter after the game that it was overblown. Now, look, I don't think that Derek Carr is a great quarterback nor a great leader, nor do I think that the locker room loves the guy. However, he's still a suitable starter for the Saints who are still competitive within the NFC. And they're hosting a Giants team that had the, the win on Monday night that everybody saw. Everybody got pumped up about the veto. But you look at what he has done in three games. The commander's defense has given up a ton of yardage to any team they've faced all season. He and the Giants went for 260 yards, and that 31-point outburst looked much better than it actually was. Against the Pats, he had one drive more than 30 yards all game long, and then it was this performance against Green Bay that everybody's holding in such high regard. Uh -huh. I, I, I think this is kind of silly now, the way that this is getting out to with <laughs> the accolades that he had coming in and where he's being rated now. Um, this, this, to me, is a, an easy spot here with the Saints to make the decision to back them. Um, I'll lay the six. That's the peak. Uh, I think New Orleans wins and covers. Okay, so let me follow up with this. If you're willing to lay the six, let's assume for a second that you were still alive in a survivor contest or circus survivor okay. and you had the Saints. There's a difference between laying six in a game mm -hmm. with a Sunday bet than going to war when $9 million are on the line and you're going to bet Derek Carr and the Saints. Would you play the Saints this week if they were available? Would you consider them? 
here, here's where I struggle with survivor questions this time of year. There's a lot of money on the line for a lot of people that may be listening, and I am not in their situation for the importance that that holds. And so I want to say whoever's listening to this that may be swayed by it, you have got to where you are within your contest, most likely without me all season long. So don't go out using somebody else's advice on the last play as you're down to the last couple of weeks. You made it this far. Trust what you're going with as is. With all of that said, if you would have the Saints available, I think that that would be a good look. I would also say that the Lions would be a good look as well if you still have them. I haven't heard, I don't think, a single person on the network make a case for the Cowboys. I could be wrong, but from what I've been listening to um, so far this week, not a single person on the Cowboys against the Bills. I know you wanted to talk about this game. You were high on Buffalo last year. Last week you said you might want to hop on futures right now. Oh, yeah. What do you make of this game, Adam, where it's at today with the point spread? Right. So we talked about the futures last week, and we're seeing now like the playoff price got slashed. The AFC odds got slashed. There was a significant move. So any value that was there with Buffalo is now gone. On Sunday night, and even earlier than that, Sunday afternoon during the Chiefs game, like I was in our our group chat, and I was like, we got to be on the Bills. We got to be looking at the Bills. This is a, a Bills or nothing spot, right? had my mind changed pretty convincingly. First of all, I don't know if there's been a more disappointing or more of a letdown in a second half performance in a win nonetheless than what we saw from the Bills against the Chiefs finishing that game out. I thought that that Chiefs game for Buffalo was going to be kind of like the statement and the shift where it was uncertainty, big futures price. They go into Kansas City. They get the dominant win. They come out and you're like, okay, this Buffalo team that's been top five in so many of these statistical categories, like this team is back. And, and I watched that second half and I'm like, it, 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 were they? how fortunate were they to win that game? Not saying the off, offside call, but I mean, they got very fortunate to get out of there with a the win looking how they did. Like that was horrible in the second half. So like the confidence on Buffalo came down as an opposing thought. And then you're watching Dallas against Philly. They easily get into the high 30s and they were never pushed once in that game. I mean, that could have been a 45, 50 point outburst if they had to keep passing. And so I was looking and I was like, we've got to be on the bills this week. And it it never came to fruition. And actually you're looking now, like as soon as this has got up to two and a half, and even threaten to go to three, there's been pros lining up to back Dallas, bringing it back the other way. And we've seen this going back and forth. And so this is one I, I one of the few times this season where I went into a week early being like, I'm going to be on this side, completely talked out of it. Mine is completely changed. Okay. Not enough to bet Dallas, but um, boy, what a, what a disappointment and a letdown from Buffalo coming out of that second half in KC. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest. Follow him on Twitter in the Simple Handicap Podcast. Two more quickly. You know, the Packers laid an egg Monday. They were terrible. Love was awful. Uh, they, have, they have issues stopping the run. Tampa's been great. What do you think of Green Bay, Tampa Bay? Yeah, it's getting it's getting the three now for Green Bay, which is surprising. I think that's quite low. Uh, I think it's a reset spot for the Packers off of the loss. Offensively looked really good the few weeks before. And what I'll say is you look at these NFC South teams, worst division in football. When they're in the division, they look a whole lot better than when they go out <laughs> yeah. of the division. Um, sub 30% win rate outside of the division for all those four teams combined. So I think it's a, a spot where you can look to Green Bay at minus Three minus one twenty. Cleveland, Chicago. Cleveland defense much better at home. Uh, Bears playing well. Flacco laying three. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all here to support Joe Flacco and what he's doing. I think it's a big upgrade for the Browns. I think we see this offense continue the trajectory that it has been on. A lot of professional money, arguably more than any other from people that I speak with, people that I deal with, coming in on the Bears, though. And so that's something to keep in mind as this game gets closer to kickoff. What's this number going to do? It's another spot similar to Buffalo-Dallas. I thought I was going to easily be on the Cleveland Browns. I've been completely talked out of it by other people that I respect betting on Chicago, keeping me off this game. So it's going to be a pass for me. But I thought that that note, interesting to throw out with how much love there's been for the Chicago Bears. And a lot of that is injury driven for the Browns. It keeps getting uglier day by day here as we go. You know, sometimes getting enough information to take you off a game is, uh, you know, much better than making the bet at all, forcing something or going with your original gut. So a no bet a lot of times can be better than just having something on the game, you know, like you're going to go. Especially this time of year. Yeah, yep. Yep, there you go. Great half hour as always. Follow Adam on X. He is at Adam Chernoff. I recommend the podcast. I listen to it every day. It's called The Simple Handicap. Get it wherever you get your podcast and again, a lot of free write-ups at the Right Angle Sports app as well. Thanks, pal. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the games. Thank you. There you go. Adam Sharoff, up next. Win some, lose some. Some huge prices that cashed on any time touchdowns last night. Paulie with the details next here on VEASAN. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.